Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. You know, we have a great newsletter. It's called Read Instead. It is the best of the Price of Business digital network, including my interviews with New York Times bestselling authors, the uh, occasional billionaire, uh, not to mention Nobel Prize winners and some of the biggest names in media, and also some great thought leaders like the one we have this segment. Uh, he's been featured several times over at Read Instead, uh, which is uh, our guest, Chris Kidd, recurring longtime guest of the program. Uh, so make sure you check out the newsletter over there at priceofbusiness.com. You'll see the banner for it right there on the right-hand side. Make sure you check that out. Chris, always love having you on the program. Chris Kidd, we call him the money guy, the money man around here on the Price of Business show. He brings so much insight and information and clarity on money issues, which is always important, but now it's important like on steroids. He's a financial coach. Uh, he has a great connection with the entertainment industries as well and the sports uh, industries as well. We've had many guests in those place, places Always love having you on, Chris. Tell us a little bit more about you and your uh, the work you do for mankind, which is a very important one. Yeah, well, it's funny because uh, I didn't always come from a, a background of knowing a whole lot about money or how to handle it the right way, and it's it's kind of interesting how um, things work out in life to use uh, things that you went through become your story to help somebody else. So that's how I learned a lot of these things. Um, I've, I got a passion um, that I developed for, uh, you know, helping people financially because, one, I saw, you know, what it did to me, but I also looked around and saw what it did to families. And the number one uh, cause of divorce is because of financial stress and different financial issues. So I said, well, if I can do something about that, uh, I can probably save a lot of families. And, you know, like you said, I'm plugged in with uh, people in the sports and entertainment industries and there's so many people uh, from there. I mean, the norm is, okay, you make millions of dollars, and then a few years later you have nothing to show for it, and you're you're broke. Uh, so I wanted to do something about that as well. So that's that's basically my whole mission in life is to help people make better financial decisions, to be in charge of their money, and to tell their money where to go instead of asking where it went. You know, sometime, and by the way, Chris's website is Chris Kidd. That's two Ds, Chris Kidd. Dot com. Sometime you and I need to do uh, you know, a reoccurring series. We probably won't be able to get them on, but we can still talk about their stories. Uh, rags to rag stories in the field of sports. We could do an ongoing, incredible, never-stopping series. You know, because when I think about these names, Man, and entertainment, but, but I see even particularly sports, like William Refrigerator Perry. You know, his story alone is astonishing. You know, what, what an incredible icon of the 1980s who I believe is living with his mom and uh, has all kinds of health issues, which, of course, that will impact you even if you manage your money well. But, you know, with, with or without health issues, he was ruined. He was ruined before those health issues even came financially. And uh, there's so many of those stories. And, and uh, we don't want to talk about them in order to mock, but for people to learn that your, own, your money is only going to be as good for you as you are good with your money. An interesting series. We ought to we ought to look into that more. Also, um, with that, what a great segue for our topic today, which is credit card debt. 
credit card debt is crazy. You know, it seems like during COVID, people were, were you know, using it even more than usual. And let's face it, they used it too much anyway. And then all of a sudden, we started these interest rates. And that's impacting, tremendously impacting. Even if they're not requiring more from you each month, Less of what you're paying is going to uh, get rid of the debt itself. This is going to interest. It's really horrific. Yeah, absolutely. And um, not only that, but uh, you know, the uh, credit lines can get just cut at any time. I mean, they can decide, okay, you're not you're not worth the the credit risk anymore because stuff is getting tighter for us. So, okay, well maybe you had. X amount of uh, uh, of uh, credit availability. Well, now, you know what? We just cut it to this, and it might actually be less than what you already owe. So uh, that's happening as well. Yeah, no question about it. So, talk a little bit. You know, there's so much variance on the strategies out there, and I think many of them, if not most of them, have merits, unless they're suggestions from credit card companies. Then you better proceed with caution <laughs> but but you know like you know <laughs> do you start with the biggest debt and uh you know work your way down uh you know or do you start with the absolute smallest debt just in order to build momentum and and really uh really build courage like look what i can do i did this 250 dollar credit card debt and i cut up that card you know and i'm ready to move on you know if that's what you decide to do i'm not saying always cut the card but sometimes that makes sense if it's for say uh, a shell station or whatever quit quit doing that that's just ridiculous you know what, what what is your thought on that oh no it's the highest interest rate you start with that there's a lot of different strategies talk about kind of give us a panoramic overview of those strategies and and the merits of each well, the first thing I would say is there's uh, multiple different strategies out there that people teach, and uh, you know from from several of the ones that you mentioned. Um, so, if it, I mean, the number one thing is that you that you actually work the plan. So if you'll stick to it, pretty much anything will work. You can work the numbers and it'll work out. But um, what I personally recommend is I usually have somebody that I sit down with and say, all right, let's take Let's look at these and put them all in order, um, and then we'll look at the smallest balances, and then basically look at okay, well, with the smallest balance, what's your biggest payment on these balances? Um, you know, who basically the what what it comes down to because you might have something that okay, I got a two hundred fifty dollar uh, balance here and a two hundred thirty dollar balance here, uh, and you know, one is twenty five dollars a month and the other is fifteen a month. Well. Basically, what I like to say is what's affecting your cash flow the most? Which which one of these getting rid of will free up more cash flow? So if it's relatively pretty close to the same number, even one might be just a little bit more or less, which one's taking the most cash flow from you? So I start with that, the smallest balance with the biggest payment. And then we pay that one off. Everything that pot, that you can possibly get the minimums on the other stuff just so that it doesn't you don't want to end up in default or get backed up. But... Um, other than that, everything else goes towards that smallest one. And then once that's paid off, you take everything that you that was going to, towards that one, put it towards the next one, and it's kind of a snowball effect. It allows you to gain momentum, like kind of like you just mentioned. You, you build momentum that way, but then it gives you more to put towards the next one. So 
by the time you get to some of the bigger ones, rather than having maybe a hundred dollars extra to put towards the bigger ones that you would have if you started with that, you might have a thousand or two or two thousand dollars extra to put towards those. Mm-hmm. So what if it's a really pressing one? You know, yeah, it's five thousand dollars and it's a really high interest rate too. Um, you know, do you go after it first and put the other ones aside? Or, you know, I still think it makes more sense to get the momentum and get more money, like you just said. That's brilliant. Uh, you know, in your corner uh, when you tackle that. Yeah, it won't be as quick, maybe, per se, but it may be quicker long-term if you particularly have are the type of personality where you're, you tend to throw in the towel, you know, <laughs> on these projects. That's the last thing you want to do. And, and starting small may help you not throw in the towel and to get that momentum and the gratification of, wow, look what I did, which is powerful when you struggle with these things, which a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, if you've got the cash, well, first of all, if you've got the cash to pay off like some of these, then why are you carrying a balance in the first place? So, <laughs> and paying 20-something percent on a, on a card when you're getting like nothing in the bank. So uh, that's, that's question number one. But, um, yeah, I would say if somebody's just got the cash or, or especially the extra cash flow to, to put towards something like that, go ahead and, you know, you can wipe it out. If it's that big, if it's a big enough impact, if you're paying, if it's a a hundred dollar a month difference, uh, in interest that you're paying on a card that's got, let's say, let's say a five or $10,000 balance versus a card that's got a $200 balance. Um, to me, um, it's not really uh, worth it to to save a hundred bucks versus to be able to knock out uh, four of the others that's going to save you five hundred bucks. So you can put an yeah. extra five hundred towards that afterwards. Um, and I, I hope people are following what I'm saying um, because the more that you knock off, like you add, you take a whole bunch of little numbers uh, from the bottom, and when you add that up, that that creates a bigger number that you can put towards the bigger ones on your way up. So it, it's a, a bigger impact overall. It seems uh, kind of uh, trivial paying the smaller ones first, but when you knock those off, it frees up that much more cash flow. And I feel like it helps uh, get out of debt faster that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the other thing to keep in mind is do not keep charging on those cards, especially if you have a super high balance. You want to keep that like at bay. Uh, keep that held at the balance that it is. Uh, you do not want to keep on charging and adding fuel to the fire there because it, you'll just create something you're never going to get out of. And there's ways uh, for that too. I mean, sometimes there, I don't like to say it, but there's there's times for default. There's times to walk away. There's times to settle stuff. Um, everything can be repaired. One thing, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but also the suicide rates have gone up tremendously. Um, oh, yeah. That's something that bothers me a lot. Um, since the COVID stuff, and it's only gotten worse, uh, and then you've had some of the uh, cryptocurrency crashes oh, yeah. that uh, a lot of people who were crypto bazillionaires overnight are, are jumping out, you know, or killing themselves now. And um, it, it's just the uh, uh, suicide's another uh, issue that bothers me a lot because I've, I've had friends that, that went that way. And it, it really uh, it hurts people that are left behind. And there's nothing you really can't recover from. Sometimes we got to have that conversation with ourselves. 
because it's a lot easier when it's somebody else. But when you're in it, um, when when you're the person that's dealing with it, uh, it seems a little bit different, and you can't always I can't always see it. But you can always recover from it. And you know, yeah. those people, uh, if anybody needs credit repair um, resources, I have people who are fantastic at it. And they can fix it. They can help fix the stuff and get you back on the right track too. Yeah, more often than not, uh, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And uh, I don't think people see it at the time they're in it. But if they start thinking about it, maybe there's a better long-term solution <laughs> than than that. And you kind of giggle, but it's it's because it sounds ridiculous. But that's really what it is. And uh, you know, and in that whole conversation about uh, you know cryptocurrency, you mentioned uh, not only with it that you're not allowed to do unless you're an accredited investor and then in a limited way on Wall Street uh, where they had margins and those margins obliterated uh-huh. them where they where they you know invested thinking that it's only going to go up <laughs> even though there's so much history that shows it isn't always going to go up. And I think it can be a good part of one's investment. But, boy, a lot of people put too many eggs in that basket. And, man, when that margin went in the wrong direction, you get you get guys 20, 21, who overnight were uh, in the hole uh, hundreds of thousands, and in a few cases millions of dollars. And these are middle-class kids. They're not rich guys. Calling them kids that, you know, anyone under 30 now at my age is a kid. You know how that goes, Chris. But, um Oh yeah, uh, and so the, this is this is very. My, go ahead. I was gonna say, in fact, my my oldest son now is uh, wanting to learn uh, to trade stocks and options, and uh, and he's learning that, and he's you know having me help teach him and everything, and uh, I I've cautioned him on all of that. I said, look, there's there's a right way and a wrong way to do stuff, and if you do it the wrong way, you can really screw stuff up. So let me let me hold your hand while you're starting, but um, you know just because you think you learn something quickly, uh, we got in a conversation about it yesterday actually, um, and I had to explain well the the risks of things and how you can uh, how you can minimal minimalize your uh, your risk, um, and most of the ways that people teach, uh, especially on like some of the, uh, the programs that they sell and everything. Um, and it, especially that it gets people excited to buy the program is because you can make 500% overnight. Well, yeah, that's true, but, um, you, you also also have to learn to manage risk. And is there a, a certain risk involved in, uh, going after something like that? And if not, uh, do it all day long, but uh, also realize if there is a risk, um, is that more than you really, uh, can comfortably handle? Yeah, absolutely. And that, by the way, you don't know until you've lost money. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, and so that's why your, your that, teeth kicked in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why even they say, oh, yeah, of course I can handle that. Mm, why don't you just start a little small I had a, and see how, see how I had comfortable a you that were. I, that I taught a what? No, let me finish my thought. Uh, <laughs> see how you felt. See how you felt losing $500 before you set yourself poised to lose $5,000. Try that first. They'd be surprised how <laughs> unhappy they were over 500 and Then they started thinking about 5000 It's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 
So, hey, Chris Kidd, I love having you on. Uh, this stuff is very important. I love the fact that you took it and broke it down into step-by-step pieces. And your advice is perfect. I, lo- I love, and, and I agree with that. I, had, I, lo- I call it perfect because I already thought that. You know, it's like, you know, uh, great minds uh, here is what it feels like when people agree with you. But, you know, think about that. It's a great <laughs> point to end on. You're spending, um, you know, right now uh, $40 a month on five what you think is small debts, and then you, you figure out how to knock them all off because you concentrated heavily going way beyond the $40 required. Next thing you know, you've got $200 just if you were only doing was the minimal requirement to apply to that next debt. That is incredible without any changing of your lifestyle, any altering of your lifestyle. And, of course, you can always do more, which is recommended, so it's awesome. Chris Kidd, K-I-D-D.com. Follow thoughts from you, sir, as we wrap it up. Well, I guess I should point out that uh, I also have a book called Defeating Debt that lays that uh, that strategy out and some other, a bunch of other money management tips. Uh, if anybody wants to look that up and get it, uh, they can also contact me at uh, on my website at chriskid.com or I'm on Instagram at financialcoachkid. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I guess I should put that out there in case uh, anybody wants to go back and look up uh, that that process on how to how to go through this. Yeah, very reader friendly book. Uh, very, uh, I strongly encourage people to check it out. ChrisKid.com. Chris, stay for a second. Uh, chat with you de- uh, during the break. ChrisKid.com. Make sure you check him out. I'm Kevin Price. This is the Price of Business. <laughs>